Okay, recording. That's fine, because mine was very quiet. I see it, but I'd rather have it louder. So that'll work for me. I was like five seconds from not recording. <laughs> five. Oh, that's much better. Uh oh. Yeah. Well, if Audacity would let you do two inputs at the same time, that would work out great. Maybe, not necessarily, some... Yeah. One more time. Uh, I had my phone slightly away and I just, I heard the countdown. I'm like, uh oh. Okay. There we go. That's better. Well, I'm going to say we probably have it. If not, I will line it up manually. It'll be okay. <laughs> right? I am good. You joke, maybe I'm going to use that for the intro. <laughs>
<laughs> nope. <laughs> That's mine from when. <laughs> Eric is the host today. You sound like my Saints Row character. <laughs> oh, my ca my canonical Saints Row character ever since two has been uh, a lady boss and she has the British accent. I'm pretty sure two had like three different accents one of them was british and they've carried that over pretty much to all of them Yeah. Right. It... Yeah, so like uh... What was that? No, <laughs> I have none. <laughs> um I I was was it <laughs> Was it me talking or was it you talking? I totally forget. <laughs> Well, I didn't have much in the way of bugs. I had the occasional, like, 
I get out of the car and the door would actually injure me <laughs> or uh, I would just kind of fall into place um, rather than just be standing there when the mission ends. The occasional car glitch here and there. You know, nothing that's been like game breaking. Uh, you haven't had anything game breaking as far as I can tell. But yeah, you've run into a lot more bugs. Uh, I still I still believe that if if I had the same amount of bugs that you have encountered, I would still give it the rating that I I did. Yes, understandable. Uh-huh. Yeah, the the radio thing, it's not even music. Uh the radio thing is all the um uh like story specific uh like news announcements <laughs> yeah so unless unless you want to hear it again there's no real point to to listen to those Yeah, I, I can say I haven't run into any T-poses yet. Uh, I've only run into maybe like one or two characters who like come in and their hair is not there. But it, I can chalk that up to being, oh, it, it, maybe that's the way they want it to be. Uh huh. That's such a weird bug. Yeah. See if it's just tied to that save for some reason. That's a weird one too. <laughs> uh 
yes, it is very Saints Row through and through. The the story writing, like I said, uh, I think I said it in the review, it, it's it's in between two and three. It's more three than it is two, but it's not as crazy as four. And I think for me, it hits that nice, you know, in between. And it, like, sure, it's not the best written saint story or the best written anything, but it's very fitting for the atmosphere that Saints Row usually um, incorporates. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, it is very how Saints Row left off. <laughs> yeah, and and since you have it now, we've been able to do co-op and everything, and that's I, I like some of the decisions they made where, you know, you can you can kind of just go do your own thing until it comes to a mission. Then the game has to send the other player a prompt saying, hey, they're starting a mission. Do you want to do you want to join in? And they stop everything to have this prompt pull up. Uh, Yes, but the game doesn't stop. Yeah. And the other thing is, if you go into a menu, like if you press the pause button, it pauses my game and says, other players in a menu. It's like, that seems not great. (laughs) Yeah. But other than that, the, the co-op works fine, joining in and doing everything. Ran into a few bugs here and there again. But, you know, uh, where I, I was listening to, I think it was Next Lander, and uh, they were saying it is very obvious this game was not ready to come out. Uh, Performance-wise, with bugs and everything, I, I agree. Uh, it it needed another another couple months to get some of the bugs worked out. It is playable as it is, as long as you don't run into some of those game breaking bugs and, you know, give them a few weeks here. They'll start throwing patches out to get the thing working, but I still am having a blast playing it. And I still stand by a four out of five. <laughs> mhm right what other animal can can these mods use as a 
uh, here's all your resources. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, okay. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we started making a town for all of them. Yeah, I remember this. That had, yes, that had all the different uh, type of creepers. <laughs> mhm. Mm right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah. It goes over my head.
<laughs> it is now just a pretty flower. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, yeah. Right. The power. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. Right. Mm hmm. Yeah, it ugh. Right. Yeah, like I, f I find some of these mods, they they give you the 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 JEI book, which gives you everything that can be crafted, but it's not everything. Like there's a certain point when you drill down to be like, okay, well this makes this and that makes that, but you need this to make the first thing, and they don't tell you that. They just say, oh, you need that first thing. It's like, well, how do I get that first thing? Yeah, like the marbles. Like, okay, well, how do I get it? We'll never tell. It is so annoying. Like, I was trying to get nether. And to get nether, you need a nether 
you you need another bee, and to get another bee, it needs to uh, mate with a netherite bee or something like that, and a like a skeleton bee. Okay. Right. Exactly. And then it turns out, oh, if you have a wither skeleton bee, you can do that. Okay, so let me get that. Oh, you can't. You have to go do this other method that's outside of actually the bee making. And it's like, well, why didn't you say that in the first place? I had to go and find that on my own. quote-unquote easy. Yeah. But see, that should be in that book. But... Mm -hmm. Yeah.
<laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
The wand, the wand, the wand of Gamelon. <laughs> oh boy. Oh. <laughs> oh. Eh. Yeah. Mm, right. <laughs> oh.
You get a remote. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep, same. And I uh, I'm still trying to get used to it's a different button to bring that up. So it's like, oh, I press the E key. Oh no, I have to go press the I key. That's the one I wanted. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, I'll get there. Oh. Probably because it's the only available key is what I can guess is like not mapped to something. Oh. <laughs> See, I I would just make it the U key because it's the a U looks like the bottom of a remote. <laughs> right. Uh Yeah. Replace it with F cuz how many times do you actually have to put something in your offhand? Huh? 
Oh. Okay. Uh huh. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, whoa. Turn. <laughs> well, I've... <laughs> oh, whoa. Oh, yeah, and it just kind of gives you a random effect. My, mine, it turned my character around. I drank and I just did a 180. <laughs> oh, right, right. Because I am, I'm, 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 my character is a bee. <laughs> uh, yeah, for some reason, like, it just injured me to the point of like a slither of health and, uh, I had my head in my inventory and one head uh, was out on the ground.
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mhm. Mm Right. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh huh. Mm Yeah, because I made a... Mm-hmm. Well, I made a recipe book, and that's how I ended up making... We had a tiny little farm, and I just made all the... Um, 
the plants go into a a planter with a hopper into a chest. So they just constantly grow and no one has to actually harvest them. But I did all that because I was trying to make a spring salad (laughs) and we didn't have all the ingredients. So I went and did all that and now we have all the ingredients and I don't need a spring salad anymore. <laughs> uh-huh. What? Right. Sure. <laughs> no, you're good. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh Right.
<laughs> right, yes, I remember that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Just do a narration and some video over. Yeah, that, that is possible. We'll do it in MTV crib style with, you know, bunch of tight cuts and Dutch angles and, you know, throw some black and white footage over top of shaky cam. Yeah, we, we can do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's how the say that's how the main game should be. <laughs> well, uh huh. That's uh, it's just super helpful. Crap. Everything. Uh huh.
Right. <laughs> yes, from Android to Apple. Mm hmm. Right. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Yeah, you should be able to at least most of the games that I've had to do that to usually it's an option in the game be like here's where you sign in, which account do you want to sign in with? And then you sign in with whichever account that you have the email tied to. And if it's not the same as your uh, iTunes account, then so be it. It's whatever one you set. That's so weird that they do that. Oh, no. Right. 
Right, it's not on your end. You, you, it had a good run. You got some good, good fun out of it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh. <laughs> nah. So bees it with modern games, unfortunately. <laughs> I might. I might. So I've been playing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowbunga Collection, which is a collection of a lot of their older games from the two arcade releases. You have uh, Turtles and you have Turtles in Time. You've got the NES games of 
the original NES one where it was extremely hard for the most part. Uh, Turtles 2, which was actually just a NES port of the arcade game. And then you had um, a few others like uh, Tournament Fighters and some of the Genesis stuff like Hyperstone Heist. Uh, they even include a couple of the Game Boy games on there, which I've never played before. Uh, and they all are well done. Like, I can't vouch for the accuracy. I can only vouch for, like, how my memory remembers some of these games. And, like, going in and popping in Turtles 2 and playing that, uh, it's... It's just like we were playing on the Magnavox monitor downstairs at mom and dad's house. Like, it looks almost identical. It, especially you throw the um, uh, the monitor or the TV filter on there. And it's like, yep, that, that looks exactly how I remember it. Uh, and they all function very well. They, I mean, it's like emulated. I, I don't notice anything out of the ordinary. In fact... Uh, playing through what was that? I think I was playing through the Hyperstone Heist, and there were um, uh, some of the, like graphical glitches that you would normally notice in a game of that caliber, uh, where it's like you know blocks of like sprites are just missing because the game's trying to load. So it it's fairly accurate. One of the neat things about the collection, though, is just all the extra stuff that is in there. So, in the, um, uh, I guess you could say, like, the collection aspect, you've got, like, the art, you've got high-res scans of the uh, box arts and the manuals for the game, which you can flip through. Uh, It's got scans of comic covers all the t- uh, turtle comic covers up to 2019 i think which is kind of crazy to think about it's got now it's got stills from each of the different the four different series the turtles have had on tv which is kind of funny cuz you you go in there to television then you go see the different seasons or different series I went into the original series and then there's like 10 seasons and I'm the first thing I thought of is like no they didn't they didn't put all the episodes on here did they and they didn't it was just in, you know still shots from certain episodes but it's still a lot uh there's even a uh like a jukebox area where you can listen to all the different uh tracks from each of the games in the collection so if there's a song that you really like, it's going to be on there. You can just have it play from start to finish or on repeat or whatnot. Um, they also include some like bonuses in the way that I guess uh, they call them like enhancements. Uh, you can select the game that you want to play before you actually drill down into the game. You, you press the button to bring up the enhancements menu and it'll show you a list of things that they have done to the game to make it, you know, different. Whether it's like uh, added some features to make it easier to play or added some features to give you more of a challenge. They've done some things. So like in both arcade games, Turtles and Turtles in Time, they they offer like a god mode. So if you just want to play through it without having to worry about throwing quarters in, which 
in both of those it's just pressing the the options button on a playstation it's throwing more quarters in but you can just do god mode and everything you're invincible and everything is one hit kills (laughs) even the bosses yeah you just if you would just want to get through it so that was actually a fun way to play because i've already beaten the game before on and the nes i don't think i've ever gotten too far in the arcade version so yeah let me play through and see what you know what that's like and yeah it's, it's exactly how i expected it <laughs> um i played through some of the game boy ones as surprisingly the 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 first one i played I, I forget what it was called uh, i don't have the actual title but it was like the first game boy one released surprisingly was actually very good (laughs) for being a game boy game it worked surprisingly well um and i got to play around with like the tournament fighters the actual turtles fighting game i've never actually played those i remember seeing those in toys r us uh and just like oh yeah i'll i'll play those one day no (laughs) never got around to it so that that was neat um not a not a big fan of the tournament fighters though it's just not after playing it, it's not really my cup of tea <laughs> but you know what's funny to think about the turtles 2 game the the nes one arcade came out in 91 you were probably what six five in 91 so so we were playing that two player <laughs> on the on the little Magnavox TV at that age just imagine it's like like now yeah it's like trying to think like Genevieve and Maris trying to play that it's like that's kind of crazy just thinking like wow you know it's been that long or just thinking like those two because they're roughly you know Genevieve's obviously older uh the Maris more than like me from Eric but just trying to think like that sort of scenario it just blows my mind <laughs> Uh huh. Oh yeah. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> In the <laughs> right.
Yes. Move along. Follow me. Just do something. <laughs> but like these, the the God mode uh, option in both the arcade would be, I think, would be great for like you know for Maris to go in there because one, you you can't die, <laughs> and two, everything is just one hit, so she just hits it, and she can just have this sense of accomplishment. Whereas like the the other turtles game that I reviewed. Um, Oh, why am I drawing a blank on its name? The the one that just came out a couple weeks ago, Shredder's Revenge. Uh, she ha- she was having fun playing that, but you know she kept on dying, and then after a while, it's like, okay, well, I don't want to play anymore. But something like that would be great because she can just go through and be like, ah, ha, ha, I'm having fun and not losing. <laughs> but. Oh, yeah, because you can't really lose. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it was funny. The other the other night he was playing, uh, I guess it was Kiwi with Maris. And just listening to him, like trying to tell her, no, Maris, no, you got to come on. (laughs) Like, hmm, boy, this sounds familiar, Mr. Keegan. (laughs) Mm hmm. Yes, he was very good at doing that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right. I mean, she enjoys playing um, Minecraft with us. I mean, she can't really do much other than go and break stuff. But she enjoys just even walking around the world. And, you know, it's like, Uncle Ed, follow me. Follow me. Where'd you go, Uncle Ed? I'm right behind you. Oh, (laughs) there you are. <laughs> What's f- <laughs> being all sneaky? <laughs> <laughs> she's too cute though sometimes she'll be on there and it almost sounds like she's trying to be like a youtuber 
the way that she talk, like she's narrated her gameplay. <laughs> it's like this is weird. <laughs> yeah. But Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, when Keegan was younger, around that 2000, you know, let's say in between 2006 and 2009, uh, that's where YouTube was really starting to get in its own and people were starting to do like Let's Plays, like you were saying. And so, you know, for Keegan, he grew up with that and that sort of, um, uh, I guess, that sort of like way of doing uh videos and everything So was it what do you remember why you were upset? Oh, oh, finish the game without you there. I think that was I think that was 4. Yeah, I I think that was 4 cuz you sat the, you you watched the last cutscene which was like, you know, an hour and some change long. And I think that's the one that you missed out on. Because <laughs> he knew you were going to play it later. Sounds like Kojima. <laughs> it just keeps going. <laughs> because there's no clear like, hey. Yeah, there you go. Because yeah, he's probably thinking. Right. He's probably thinking, oh, you know, I finished it. She'll be glad that I'm not, you know, on the TV anymore. We can go do something else. 
Raven. The Oh shoot. I I want to say sirens, but it's not sirens. It is Yeah. But they're basic Yeah, I mean, um, oh, the Beauty and the Beast units. Right. Because they were all like, well, they they were based on Japanese models, but they were put in these like, quote unquote, machines against their will. And <laughs> like, they're all crying. Wrong with them. Yeah, and like <laughs> that was the one where like after you beat them in their machine form, they come walking up to you, and it's just like this creepy like I I don't remember what they're saying, but they're like reaching out for you almost zombie like, but they're just like doing the model walk up to you, and it's like you're you're tr I you you're not shooting them, you're what what were you doing to I can't remember, it was just. Such a, the bosses in that game are just really weird. I mean, it's Metal Gear, so, but still. Yeah. I mean, this is coming from a series which had a guy who controlled electricity and another one where his special power was he, he liked making bombs. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Some of us who are not as pro gamers as others, you know. 
<laughs> yeah. Right, it's a single joystick, and usually you just use your palm to make it spin. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, the telltale one? Okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right it it's all a story i mean there's there's still like, you still get to control the characters and everything but it is it is quite literally you know choose your own adventure and if for what you were liking out of mass effect you know the story aspect something like a telltale game is perfect
Mm-hmm. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's e, e, the EA one, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's... That was a really good one to watch people play co-op on uh, youtube and everything all the different um uh, personalities getting together to to play games you know like that where it requires cooperation not just comp competitiveness but like there is that sense of hey you have to do this job the right way so i can do my job the right way so we can keep going <laughs> Mm -hmm. Oh, I bet. Mm-hmm. Kind of gone. <laughs> uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have to be this toxic, competitive nature. You know, it, it can be fun and it can be inviting and uh, inclusive to everybody. You know, it doesn't have to be this thing where it is quite literally uh, a boys club of people just screaming at one another like it's a sports, you know, a sports game. <laughs> It can be open and everybody can enjoy it and everybody can have fun. Yeah, there can be some heated moments, but people, that's any other type of game, yeah. Sports, board game, any sort of competition. It does. Did, and apparently everybody's been playing it wrong because... If you if you play by the actual rules that came with the game, it should only take you like two hours to play. But because everybody does like their own house rules, like throwing all the the taxes and everything under free parking and all this other stuff, uh, it actually extends the game longer than it should go on. Like the whole point of the game is to basically bankrupt the other players. But by giving them more money or chances to get more money, you're you're extending that. So like, I I, I want to say the video and the articles that I've read have said it's like supposed to be a two hour game at max.
Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's also a good example of, you know, why we watch people play games. Now, granted, it's not a video game per se, because, you know, it started as a board game and they do have video game versions. But those same personalities who go out there and play video games on camera, online, live, Twitch, whatever. They go out there and play with their group of friends. Something like a, you know, let's say like a giant bomb or something like a next lander or a kind of funny games. Uh, you get those people out there and they will go and play those games, but they'll also explore other, uh, other genres, other means. Uh, so something like board games. You might have a board game night with those guys on there and gals and they've got cameras set up and you're seeing them interact. So like Des was saying, you know, you've got these people who are actually interacting with one another in person and you as the audience, you know, you depending on how how well you know these people, you could feel like you're there with them. And if they interact with the chat, that's, you know, one step closer to be just being like, "Hey, I'm a part of this group." All four six-hour videos. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I've tried and I can't. I have to have something on. <laughs> mhm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Right. That was really cool. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> is and now we are like following his character like oh Keegan look what you're doing look what you're doing Yeah. <laughs> you can. He there is there's like a rune or a book or a spell or something uh that you can bring back those who have ascended. I don't think the dead ones. Uh, that might be a different one if there is one, but the one I remember hearing about was you bring back those who have ascended. Yeah. Yeah.
Mm-hmm. Right. So to go along with all of that, to kind of wrap it around between audience participation and something like a Jackbox and um, the choose your own adventure stylings of like a Telltale game. Have you guys seen any of the videos or anybody play a game called Dusk Falls? It came out like two months ago. Uh, It is a branching storyline game similar to like a Telltale where you can kind of choose your own adventure of how this story plays out. Uh, There is no control over the character. It's all just story, you know, it's choices but yes but it's multiplayer so you have i think it's like up to four people or if you're connected to twitch you can do an audience setting and you vote on which option to pick so like if there's an option to run or there's an option to hide you everybody in the game chooses which one to pick and the one with the more votes obviously it's the one chosen but there's strategy to be involved too because each player is given like three overrules yes so if you can so you can sit there and override three times and use up all of yours leaving the other players who haven't used their overrides you know, full control basically later on. Uh, but yeah, like the story branches out into these uh, different paths and it does this neat thing that um, uh, the the last uh, choose your own adventure game from the uh, Indigo Prophecy guys, the um, Heavy Rain guys, uh, Detroit, Detroit. They did a nice branching um, uh, like choice tree showing you all the paths that you went on and ones that you missed. So this game does the same thing in that at the end of each chapter, it shows you your choices and the choices you could have made. But it doesn't show you like what the result would have been. Yeah, you had a choice here and something else might have happened. So... Uh, if you like those types of games, that one's actually pretty neat to have the audience participation. Cause I was watching the next slander guys play and they were playing and they had their own stuff, but having the audience play too and put in votes, it, it didn't. Yeah. Because it didn't give uh, the audience members like a, 
um, an adjusted weight. So like their choices. Yeah. So there were times where they were being outnumbered on their choices because there was more people in the audience than there were playing the game. So, yeah, you know, and the, the, the neat part that I saw in there was like when you made a vote in the audience, the players in the game, because it shows it on screen, it shows you what they voted for. So the name of the player and then what they voted for. Yeah, there's no anonymity. So, like, there were times where they would react to the chat or to those who were playing because they saw the names. Like, oh, you, I know what you voted for last time. Don't do it again. You know, that type of stuff. So, you know, it's that next step of, like, okay, well, people enjoy watching these guys play because they're personalities. But they're also kind of invested because they're they're in it. Yeah, so they they still have that interaction, and I think that's partly the the biggest thing now for why people watch you know video games being played is that they have that interaction. You know, beforehand it was just your let's players in the in you know the occasional chat or something like a, a personality driven website like a Giant Bomb, where you know it's them on screen and then sometimes they interact with chat. Where now it's very much in the way of like your Twitch or your live streams of like different um, outlets. And they are very much interacting with the chat to almost to the point where it's like the chat is another character in their story. There is investment. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's a whole other issue when you get into to the making money aspect of it. It's fun. Right. Should be a new one this week if I if if the weeks are counting right. So be on the lookout. Yeah, if we do the man, because it just shows up. Like I'll get a Twitch notification that Evan went live. It's like oh, oh, and that's usually at like 
two in the morning, so. Well, this week we've had a review of Call of the Wild, The Angler, that game you were talking about the other week. Uh, that one is done by our very own Harry Harrison. Um, you might want to go read that review. I know the score is pretty low on that one, so uh, buyer beware. <laughs> uh, Destroy All Humans 2, the reprobed edition, is reviewed by Scott, and that one is basically a full top-down remake of the Destroy All Human uh, sequel, Destroy All Humans 2, uh, for PC and all modern consoles. Uh, that first one did really well, and Scott liked it, so I assume the second one also a thumbs up. Uh, he also did a review on Like No Other, The Legend of the Twin Books uh, something, something. I think Legend of the Twin Books. I have not looked at that one yet. I'm sorry, Scott. Uh, but I'm sure he gave his all and wrote a really nice review, as he always does. Good night. And 